Blog Talk Radio. they move and if you know if they really believe that 
you know, the things that they're doing are going to bring them any kind of different result. But, you know, people have a tendency, especially if you are, um, if you are, I don't want to say high profile, but I don't, because I don't necessarily consider myself high profile, but if people depend on you for an analysis of anything at any point, they will have a tendency to, um, you know, really hold you to that analysis and mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. may make their, they yes. may make their political moves based on what you say. And that's not, you know, yes. you want people to be informed, like really be informed and not just moving right. according to, you know, what your thoughts are. Um, and as well, they may hold them against you. You know, they may hold you to them so so tightly that they hold them against you. Oh, so they, oh, they I'm, will I'm, come back. I'm, <laughs> huh? They will come back. Yeah, it will come back. It will come back. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm sorry, um, I just jumped in. I had to amen that. Yeah. Right, right. I, I mean, especially when I think about um, there are there are variables and there there are exceptions uh, to but certain rules and you know certain what? concepts. Can I jump in there? Can I jump in there yeah, with you one? Because you touched on a key point and it, and it's hot, and I want to jump in there when it's fresh. Like you said, um, you may hold, and I share the same sentiment. Uh, if I understood you correctly, mm-hmm. it was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I may have my personal opinions, but I'm going to listen to people non-judgmental or not, uh, at least at the very least, uh, without my bias. Well, right. you like that. Excuse me. Y'all may, y'all, y- listen, let me send out a disclaimer. You may hear the sounds of actual living <laughs> in the background. It's just me and my youngest right now. We're doing it all. Radio, pizza, the whole night. Let's pull up for me. Okay. So right on. We doing our thing. Brothers doing it. So um but but looking at it looking at it like without without having that um personal bias. And what and I like the fact I would at least say because being a revolutionary is a science. So even if I disagree with a certain political opinion I don't think, or a certain political move, I don't think lending my opinion to it, and I wish I'd have thought about this a lot sooner, was really the best. I should have at least said, you know what, I'm going to let them speak and let it be a data-gathering mission. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get into war of opinions and this and that. I'm going to let it be data because I can't speak for the people if I'm not listening to all my people, even those opinions that I think are the most asinine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to tell you, my, me personally, I think non-participation in the political in in any process that involves you is not productive. That was my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we could argue out the semantics of what that meant, everything. And I understood my staunch revolutionary brothers. They said, "Look at the contradiction. How can you battle a system that you're a participant in?" And I agree. Right. But you know, here it is. I'm saying. On a revolutionary science, there's a whole nother factor. We have to factor in race, which factors into our history, our attachment, historical dialectic, it, our attachment to this this whole tragedy I, and fiasco. I, you see what I'm saying? So then we look at, so we look at it as being not reform. We don't look for our salvation in it. 
here's what I'm telling people. I'm not looking for our salvation in it, but it is a strategy or a tactic to revolutionary step. Like right. one, when you when you register to vote, you get selected for jury duty. You go in the jury pool. Mm-hmm. If you're not registered to vote, you will never be eligible to be selected for jury duty. I pray right. for the day they let me sit on that jury box all day like OJ, <laughs> baby, not, not guilty. <laughs> Sir, there's video ideas too, Brainy. Sir, the, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. I will hang up a jury, man, come on. I will, they will be, but see, if we're, if it's a not another, see, when I sit in here, you know, I don't know if anyone, because I have been, you know, at one point in time, fortunate enough to be close to that process. And I think I was over eager. And mm-hmm. there's a whole, you know, just like the defendant gets his lawyer, get to come out and they're going to come straight to you. They see it all on you. I'm sitting there shining and beaming. I can't, I'm winking at the brother kind of on the stand. I got you back there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you, brother. You know, mm-hmm. I'm waving. I'm at it. You know, I'm in the hallway rubbing his children on the head. And you can't do that. So, you know, you got to right. go, brother. You know, so, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying, all that in jest, but dead serious. And and, and I, I want your take on this, is that if that's at the very least for me, I don't believe in the system. I don't believe, but if I can be that nuisance. That is a tactic to in in revolution towards our complete total independence, our determination at least. At the least, that is a ooh a fly in the soup. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, <laughs> damn. That's what you think. What's your take? I I I hey I feel you on that. Um, honestly speaking, like I have never, I've never been in that position and I've never wanted to be, mm-hmm. but I'll put it like right. this. I, you know, I definitely see, I definitely see its usefulness, you know, for us. If the people who are participating have that mind, right. you know what I'm saying? Because if they <laughs> don't, the you know, and they, right. they go in there with the definition of our oppressor for what's wrong and what's right and how this thing should go, then, you know, it, it still ain't working that, for us. But, that's the ticket. But you know where we right. make the mark as revolutionaries by not reach, by not factoring in those people who participate, because they got children in college, they pay tax, they got the minor insurance. <clears throat> in a class bracket, that's why I say our antagonists are not the same. It's just not bourgeoisie proletariat. We got a third class right. a struggling middle class. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and what they are are like a people who are just integrated in the system, but they're barely making it. They're still historically tied to a to a black struggle, to an African struggle. They're not you know, they're not forgotten from that. That's why I say, you know, you catch reading revolution, no disrespect. That's what's up. But when you're reading the Bolshevik Revolution, that's those are Europeans fighting Europeans. They're not you're not factoring in race. You're not factoring in right, historical right. dialectics. You know what I'm saying? So we might have people who have come up and this and that and yada, yada, yada through it. And if we don't politicize, if we don't keep it tied, to, you know, you have people still connected to us like, yo, this ain't the way. We know this ain't the way, We but we don't know no other way. We don't want that what you're offering. Like, 
you know, mm-hmm. what you're offering, which is you never hear what they're offering. You just hear them asking the struggling middle class to give up the little F, the little of what you've achieved. Your children's college fund, what right. you was taught was like six, six, your children's college fund, this and that, and what don't participate, don't do that, and then what? I mean, for real, bro, I right. want to be a part of this revolution, dog, but, you know, my wife worked, and we sharing a car, and these taxes, I thought we were going to address, you know what I'm saying, on whatever, whatever. We we addressed the lumping, but we addressed the, the masses, and we know we're in the hood, we're in the trenches, bro, and we, you know, so we understand that zest and that zeal, but at the same time, this is why I applaud those those brothers, the the sister you brought on that's running for all the person. You know, she, yeah. she's speaking for that demographic of people who are very revolutionary, and this is their participation. Right. They understand the need for that intelligentsia, that that certain element for political revolution, basically. To start to to, to right. they putting a lot of toilet paper in the toilet. Let me say that that's what they're doing. They ain't <laughs> okay. you know, they ain't breaking the dam. They know that, but they stopping all the toilets up. Exactly. I'm sorry, I got carried exactly. away. What oh. you think? <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I I think you're on. You know, you're right on on point. Um, and even speaking about you know that sister and and there's a, there's a brother that's uh, running for all the person in the neighboring in the neighboring ward. They're like right next to each other. That's also a part of the movement. So you know. What we understand mm. is that we, right, we we have to, you know, we have to start stop that motherfucker up and hey. make it work for us. Like the whole idea is to create liberated territory. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You have to, but you have to first be able to be in a position to govern that. You know, and show people. Absolutely. And, and even inside of that. Where there are limitations on what you can do, show them, show them where you know, show the masses where, okay, show the masses where the, um, you know, where the contradictions are, and where they are actually able to make a difference, you know. So yeah, that's you know that whole area. And, <laughs> and exactly, and that's where you combine your revolutionary forces. I'm gonna say some stuff. People gonna say, oh yeah, you be giving too much on the radio, man. I'm not saying nothing they don't know. But that's where under right. that, when you control those local politics, that's where you grow your revolutionary forces. If the local town ever says you can't have but so much garden and acre this and that, that's where somewhere, because you got all the local politics, they turn the blind eyes because they're your people. You got a whole damn farm, all against zoning, mm-hmm. legal, illegal, you know what I'm saying? You build bases. Right. You build, I mean, and you, we don't you know. Um, and we don't work by the definitions of those oppressors. You know what I'm saying? So right. you understand right. you understand the needs of the people as opposed to just the pe- carrying out the agenda exactly. of the oppressor. You know, you, you, exactly. you work for them. You carry them on your back. You carry, you know, you carry the ideals that the people are pushing. You know, and and that goes back to the whole idea that you have to listen. You got to listen to where they at. You know, and figure out where they are in order to be able to even say, you know, what's what. Absolutely. And that's, you know, and I think that was so well put. And that's my, my when I, I had made a video, and I called, you know, a little flack from it, from a few people. And I said, you know, maybe the wording was wrong. I said, you know, mm-hmm. not, not voting is counterproductive. I should have worded it a little more like, 
okay, we know what voting doesn't do, but what is not, what is the productivity in not voting? You know what I'm saying? Something like that, because I just challenge, you know, I'm always told what voting doesn't, doesn't do. And I, and I'm well aware of that. And they, they, they mishear me sometimes, you know, they, so it's like, uh, you know how you practice your speech and if somebody throws, say something different, it's going to throw you, you know, so they don't have an argument for the argument I present. Because I'm not presenting right. a reformist argument. There again, the anger will state again. Right. I do not believe, yeah, that the current system is black is is advent- I'm sorry. They're already they're already committed to their their understanding and misunderstanding right. anything that you know anything that comes to it looking different. You know, if that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So, absolutely. So. You know, uh, and so they are, like you said, so they have that, so they're miss, so they're so busy on trying to finish uh, performing this rehearsal they didn't memorize. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they they right. so big that they're missing everything. So at the end of it, I just simply say, okay, so what do you propose? What 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 are you talking about? I mean, what is? I'm willing to listen to non-participation. As a form of what? You know what I'm saying? It can't just right. be don't. Or it shouldn't just be. I can't tell anyone what they can or can't do. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me as just don't. You know, I, right. I, 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 you know, so I understand it as principle, people... moral, huh? Go ahead, I'm sorry. I understand it as principle and morals. But as productive for the masses, how? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I don't think because if you have yeah. a whole lot of people not doing something and they're just not doing something, and you haven't given them something to you have not you have not provided a directive that is going to be productive. Now you just got a whole bunch of folks not doing shit. You know, like there you go. So. And we don't need we, no we more. We stand around and twiddle our thumbs and wait for something to happen to us instead of making right. something happen for us, for ourselves. Right. Right. And most of these people and, that propose this not participating, don't do this, don't do that, they're almost, you know, I call them mini scholars. You know, they're people that know why. This is why I could do electoral college and this and that, you know, and they so bent on. It's, you know, sounding like Professor Keenbeam, that is totally unrelatable, un and and even unwanted amongst the masses. It's like, what is this Negro? T-? You know, okay. So the, you know, so it's. I mean, when when you're talking uh, to that to that you, they miss everything you really, I guess, trying to say because you're not directing them. All they catch is don't vote. You know what I'm right. saying? Don't, and that's not hard to do because they don't understand it anyway. And you're just a re- you're just a reminder why they don't vote because you go to spend because the electoral right. college this and you think you mesmerizing them. They say that's why I don't vote because I don't understand none of that shit. Right. You know, but do you're confusing them even do, more? You're not. But I'll uh-huh. do it and do with what's going to be productive for you and your issues and your people and your you know what I'm saying. Right. Go ahead and 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 you know push 
for the for the for your community to be a certain kind of way because you are you know you have to be represented you have to represent whatever it is that you're trying to push out here you got to represent that for yourself you can't depend on nobody to Man, do that for you you really can't. It. It's as simple. Right. This is why I like that you, you know, the sisters running for Alderman. Kudos for the brother. Shout the brother out. What's his name? Shout them both out again. His name is and they're different. T'Challa Masimba. What? Um, Say it one more time. I'm, what I'm gonna, I'm gonna try How to get strong. get him on the Man. show. I was supposed to try and get him on the show for this week, but there's so much going on. Like their campaigns have kicked off now, and they had so much going okay. on. Um, so I was like, I couldn't, you know, I just couldn't touch bases. But I, I am going to try to get him for the show next week um, and have him come on and talk about his platform. And, again, you know, he's he's the director over uh, the Black Power Blueprint in St. Louis. So, uh, you know, okay, he's setting up so many projects and so many things and, and setting up, you know, like building an infrastructure for, um, for economic development. And what? Basically, Shout you know, out creating to the black man. This. That's what I'm talking about. Stand up, brother. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. Right. Like you know, you you have to have you have to have all of these things in place, and you have to start somewhere. And the thing is, you know, he's running because he's already been doing the job. Like I've already been doing this job. Like y'all didn't have to. Nobody had to hire these. Nobody had to hire either him or Columbae to do the work that they're doing. Right. They've been doing it. Mm-hmm. They've been saying now, hey, look, since I'm doing this work and since your alderman isn't, <laughs> let me get that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hire me for the job. Right, right. And, that's, and that's I mean, much and it. it opens up. Listen, I've been so, what's up? But first of all, man, let's let's let's, let's shout out, brother. What's up, Shaka? Wakusu, brother. Hey, Wakusu, Wakusu, family. Sorry about the tardiness. Got caught in traffic. Uh, now, we've been, you know, Chopping it up, man. You know, talking. We're just talking about voting and this voting season and the whole voting atmosphere and politics and where we're at. But before I forget this talk, because I want to build off something McCade was saying about the brother, you know, um, especially Alderman. Things like that are just as important. Uh oh, he dropped off. He'll come back on with us. Uh, it's it's you know when we talk about local politics and the brother reminds me when you talk about the brother and the sister running for alderman. I'm reminded I was up mm-hmm. in Cleveland. And here we talk about defectors of local politics. Uh, my father was a supporter of one of these little councils, one of these little, uh, aldermen, I think, over this little ward. And uh-huh. so the little brothers on the streets, you know, were, you know how they put their little goals out. No, they were uh, putting rims on the poles, making uh-huh. their little basketball yeah. goals. And then, so right. they came down on that. So little community things got together, you know. So we started getting them together, get them, get them the little goals that you can roll back and forth. So right. they was, you know, they started getting them on that for playing in the streets. So you talk about community effectiveness when we really just got into the thing of these police, man. You know, these pigs running down the young man to just harass them, really using the opportunity. Search for warrants and out. I mean, just harassing them, shaking them down, and everything. The brother that we uh, supported, you know, to run for the alderman was a little dude that you know had grew up around there on them streets like that. And, and this is how you see a put, put in effect. Just block that simple thing that they he had gotten because Cleveland is full of empty lots. 
the allocations, uh-huh. money, or whatever, just to turn one of those empty lots into a little ball court. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but the sad part is we sleep on politics so much. Let me tell you what's really sad about that. We so sleep on politics. We celebrated that little ball court. We found enough. We found out he was getting enough to build a small stadium. <laughs> See, that's why you got to be up on politics. There's a lot more right. your, you getting in your communities that's not reaching you because the wrong people are representing you or saying that they represent right. you, your needs and your interests. That's what I'm saying, yo, man. Check out the the candidates that's running in your area. Look, I've been running my mouth, though, man. We got Shaka on. We got McKay on. Y'all checking us out on Let's Talk About It. Uh, and we just talking about the whole election thing. I'm going to fall back to the cut, man. And, McKay, if you don't mind, see what Shaka talking about. Or his take on what his take on what he's heard. Hey, Kusu. Uh, well, Kusu, who everybody? All positive people. I mean... Everything I heard is on point, you know, as far as stepping up and taking charge in these positions. And what you just brought up is a good point. Like, we can't go to sleep because, you know, people get in there, and if they don't have a serious revolutionary uh, undertaking or study, and even if they do, if we're not on top of them, that's a whole other world. So you, they might go in there thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to do some good in my community. Then they realize they got $100,000 under their finger. That's temptation. So we got to be on top of our investment as well. We can't just let them go. You know, I, I think right. what really was even more important, well, not even more important, but to me, what I'm really watching is not so much the election itself. Because I'm going to be honest with you, like I said in the video earlier today, I don't really have a, po- a problem with Trump's political policies because he doesn't have any. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I can't, I can't yeah. be mad at somebody who didn't create shit. He don't have any. So it's just like he's just mm. there, and whatever slid down from the Obama administration, he either you know, took it, used it, moved it, or whatever. So with that being said, I'm watching how this is the first election in my lifetime that is not, to me, a political edu- a political election. This election is a, a apocalyptic prevention, if you will. Like, people are electing like they go into judgment. You know what I mean? Like, if we don't get him out mm-hmm. of here, oh, my God, the wrath of white supremacy is going to fall on us. So we got to get him out. Now, I agree. Trump got to go. Don't get it wrong. I think he does have to go because he's just incompetent. And he's a dangerous person to have in that kind of power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's be real. But, I mean, as far as the reason I'm listening to everybody else's voices, it's it's a lot of fear. And this is really, like, people say, oh, they're going to take us back to the 50s and 60s. And my thing is, can't nobody take you where you don't want to go? Bottom line. You know what I mean? If you don't want to go there, you ain't going there. You know, and I'm just looking at all the fear. Even, you know, I, you know me. I'm going to keep it real. Even revolutionary groups that were expounding this non-compromising rhetoric, I'm, I'm sensing a little fear in them. I'm sensing a little hesitancy in them, uh, a lack of will to get involved, because maybe it's, this is a, a solid enemy you're up against. Like the whole Biden bus situation, everybody took to social media with this, like, oh, my God, look what they're doing. We got to hurt, get them out, because this is what's going to happen, and if we let this go, we're going to be doomed. You know, and my thing is... <laughs> Biden's bus, I mean, actually, I was riding in Texas that day, and I, that whole convoy rolled right past me. And then I was telling Sister Lakita a few yards, I saw the bus, but I didn't see them together. I saw both the bus and the convoy. My thing is, so what? Let them fight it out. They ain't got nothing to do with us. Why are we so scared? <laughs> so I want to, you know what I mean? I just want to look at that, like the fear that is, man, I have never 
seen, and I'm 51. I lived through the 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 nuclear war scare of the 80s, and people were voting, and they were scared because you know Reagan was coming in, et cetera, all this other stuff. But I've never seen nothing like this in my life, family. I, this reminds me of a, a voting during the Reconstruction period when Klan was running around terrorizing people and knocking on doors. Who you voting for? We kill you. This is the kind of atmosphere that's in the air. And I want black people to just really look at that for a second. Look how they got us. And I, I'm going to leave the flow open on that one. Right. You know what? I, I, I have this thing, too, where I don't trust, you know, I don't trust the political maneuvering. Um, that either side is willing to go to to remain in power because it's all right. the same power, you know. So if you put something out there and you're, you're pushing fear from one side, you're pushing fear from one side to make, you know, to to create a response on the other side or to create an right. outcome that's going to be favorable still to white power. So at the end of the day, you know, we we in this fight whether we like it or not. We got right. we got to deal with this regardless. You know, no matter who's in office, no matter what. Tomorrow, when the when the when the big house door, I mean the White House doors open up, and and <laughs> new mouth yeah. or old mouth to walk out. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't right. matter. We're still in it, so we can't we can't look at it like it's something that we yeah. really have to. You know, we we shivering in our boots, and you know. Nah, well, okay, like Shaka said, no, I, let them fight it out amongst each other. I agree. If, that, if that's really a fight, let them do it. <laughs> if that's what that is. Yeah, let them thump it out. I, you know what, I really, I, I agree. But, you know, I agree. Let me, however, in conjunction with, I think um, caution should be had. Um, and, and here's why I say that on all scales. One, Here's why he's dangerous, because he's stoking social cultural flames. Uh-huh. That is far more mm-hmm. dangerous than political. You know, yeah. when you stoke old hatreds and cultures, and so when you have the highest so-called office in the land kind of giving the right. the, okay, the, the wink, wink, and they're cowards, yeah. they're not going to declare open to any open conversation. It's not going to be, you know, I love these Rambo types. I think we're ready. If they come for us, brother, you know, and I'm talking about the black brothers, it's it's it, it's not. You thought it, if they think it is going to be a shootout in the streets, like in the movies, it's not going to be that. It's soft targets. It's that climate of racial, us finding us dead hanging from trees. It's home invasions in isolated southern rural towns. Grandmama drug out of the house. You know what I'm saying? It's those places that we're not strong enough to. And if he stokes that and gives the thing that's going to be wink, wink, and sheriff's a good old boy, and this is a good old boy, and the feds are going to, it's back to 1960 all over again, and these Negroes ain't built for that. I'm just going to go on and tell them. Yeah, yeah. They ain't built for that type well, I, of government kind of. Right. And, 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 then, and then let me say that then, you know, we're looking at, especially in the South, where, you know, we're looking at the prison industrial complex. Where if you got a president like that where everything is criminalized, so you get pulled over with a nickel bag, you're going down for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're giving back to the state. His whole thing is just dangerous. To I understand brothers be like, and I feel my brother, and I ain't saying you shocking over. I'm talking about the mother brother be telling me, I like him. A racist getting my face in this. I said, so if a white man get in your face and call you nigger, what you going to do? And push you, what right. you going to do? Oh, I ain't going to go for that. 
I knock his ass out. I say, so why are you don't knock that punk ass crack out of the office? You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. Sitting there saying right, right. you like a white man to be in your face. And I tell him y'all ain't ready for that. Y'all not built for when back in the days before Kennedy got in office, when that type of treatment was was okay. When they could do whatever they wanted to do to black people and there was no type right. of reprisal. Even the punk ass reprisals we get now were none. Exactly. The mm-hmm. birth I mean, of the what, Panther what, Party. I'm like, are, are they really ready to be real Black Panthers? <laughs> Shit. Right, are we right. second well, amendment hey, hey. ass Black Panthers? So I'm, 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 I'm going to end it with, like, with that. Anybody's take on it. I agree with you. I, I believe caution is, is we should always, first yeah. of all, we live, in, we live in America. So we should always have caution, no matter how calm the climate is, because we know what we're dealing with. So I agree with that. We should have caution. But like George Jackson said, there's a slim line between caution and cowardness. Mm-hmm. And, a, yeah. and some people are stoking that line. They're, they're stoking that line real close to cowardice. Yeah. You know? And, and that, that, I guess that's what I'm seeing out of it. And I really ain't talking about, I'm not talking about the masses of people. Because I really don't expect them to have any other response than what they are being fed through the media. I'm talking really about the quasi-revolutionary world, the conscious, whatever you want to call it, you know, and, and and these guys who all year long have been saying, yeah, well, it is what it is. Let it do what it do. And now it's doing. And now these are the same people saying, hey, wait a minute. Be careful. Don't, don't, you know, watch out. You know, and we got to hurry up because this, that, and other. My thing is Trump got to go regardless. Trump got to go for the minute he walked in. You know what I mean? People, the world just got on Trump, was it, beginning of his last term, beginning of his term, rather. Four years ago, I'm a New Yorker, so we we've been dealing with Trump and Giuliani and Cuomo and all these racist bastards forever. You know what I mean? So I understand. Like when he became president, I was like, "Yo, this is not a good look," because I know the kind of bastard he is. You know what I mean? So I agree with you, brother Yinga. Caution is real, and I think like honestly, we going back to the because people are hanging in the trees right now, but the thing is. It's not being reported. It's not being talked about. All throughout the South, we're finding unfortunate, you know, strange fruit all throughout the South, man. You know, so I feel like at some point that fight is going to come. Nobody wants it. Let's be real. Nobody really wants it to happen. Nobody. We all would like to get around no, that. Yeah. We, we're not, you know, but it's coming. It's coming because no, we're in the it's fight. getting to the point now. Yeah, it's coming. You yeah, know, and I just no, like, no, we're, we're in the fight. We're in oh, the yeah, fight, yeah, but like yeah, you yeah. said, you know, and 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 our respect, like you said, you're a New Yorker. We've been in the right. fight. We always been in the fight, but the fight is a little different when there's yeah, no type power. of when you in the fight and it ain't no let up. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I'm not, you know, shitting on anybody's contribute to the revolutionary struggle. But when you in the fight and ain't no let up, that fight looks mm-hmm. a little bit different. When you know right. it ain't no. Um, hoods you can run to when you know you're looking at Emmett Till come down from Chicago, and the and the fear intimidation is so real that family members turn you over. That type of stuff, yeah, but that comes from actually experiencing seeing that type of trauma on a daily basis when it's embedded into your culture. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. So well, when relief comes I, up, that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying this: right. Trump got to go, the system got to go, all that got to go. But we have to, right. I just like to look at, because I like to speak for the people, 
just a perspective, not saying a right perspective, just a perspective of really what happens uh, from just his being in there, remaining in there, and not. I think we talking about two different things too. And I'm not, and and, and I'm not saying do the fear, do the fear thing. I'm just saying real cut the the the. Just be cautious. Everybody be cautious, even tonight, because you're dealing right, right, with right. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, you know, they run you off the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we. <laughs> I don't know if our response teams are ready for that. We or don't have been responding adequately my, enough or appropriately right enough. The, so that's my, my concern. Is, right. I, I think my, my point is the people that I would think would be on the radio today, on the internet today, giving instructions to people on what to do, how to save yourself, right? How to protect yourself. Yeah. You know, I, I expected to hear. I expected to hear groups that are talking about community control. Well, this is the epitome and the height of community control today. This is the day. Mm-hmm. This is community control. If you want to talk about community control, right. it ain't chasing down drug dealers. It ain't running after the dude that did the petty crime to Miss Johnson's store. This is about securing a portion of the community and making sure they can carry out their right to vote uninterrupted, unmolested. Right. And right. this is the point where right. I expected to hear that. I expected to hear people this morning say, hey, I am so-and-so from the so-and-so group. You guys know us. You've seen us. We are armed. We are going to be out on these streets protecting these perimeters. I expected to hear mm. leaders of revolution. Leaders of militant groups who I have seen in the past 60 to 90 days, I expect these people who like to talk to the police to come back and tell me that, hey, we just came from downtown and we just talked to the police chief of Sector 9 and we guarantee, we, we already told him that we're going to be out there and we're going to defend Sector 9, so he needs to get on his job. I expected to hear that. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I expected to hear that language. And I didn't hear that language today. Today, what I heard when I woke up this morning and scan through the internet world, what I heard was, well, y'all need to do so-and-so. Y'all need to do this. You need to do that. I expected to hear commitment because during the days when we had no let-up, I don't give a damn what nobody say. The the, the Christian, what is yeah. it, Christian, Southern Christian Council, they were saying, we're going to be out there. SNCC was saying, we're going to be here. We're going to take you there. We're going to bring you back. The Lowndes County, right. these Black Panthers, let's talk about it. The Lowndes County Black Panther Party, voting party, was telling people, we're going to get you from A to B safely. The deacons were saying, we're going to be there. So I expected to hear that kind of, you know, fervor yeah. today because we're up against an enemy today that we have not seen in over 40 years. But I didn't hear it. Yep. So I'm just saying, you know what? I'm kind of, I'm kind of let down. You know what? I'm a little alarmed. I'm gonna wipe my tears out of my eye right now because I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It just goes to show. Yes. Excuse me, you guys. It just goes to show, man, that just that that's that's the importance of political education when you don't have an objective. You can't yes, say what yes, you sir. don't know. That's right. You know. You know. If you don't know what the purpose purpose is, and I would have, I would have because most of those people who are not doing anything, a lot of defense, a lot of them are the people that say, "Man, that that vote don't work." This that. Well, here's your here's where we come together and unify. You know, you don't it right. don't work. You aren't going to do it, but just ensure that everyone else 
enjoys that right to participate. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because he is why I don't understand the contradiction. I've been hearing the word unity for like the past two weeks. (laughs) Exactly. Listen. Here's it because they share you share the same kind of go, okay, I don't vote, it doesn't do anything. Let them exercise their right to vote to keep your right to bear your arms. Because y'all really on the same team. Right. Why right. right. You know really? what I'm saying? Let them go exercise really? their right to vote so they can ensure your right to bear arms. I'm the outlaw exactly. in the whole equation. And I'm the nigga, say, and I'm the brother. Excuse my language, pardon me. I, I forgive me. Makita, Shock, and I kick it so much. Sometimes I think we back on three way. Y'all remind we are, we <laughs> on the air, fam. You know? We on the air, fam. <laughs> so you know, and I I'm the outlaw in the equation. You know what I'm saying? Right. The brothers okay. like us the outlaw in the equation because all of those little anemone, anemones, and all that, whatever they call it, rights and privileges and pleasures you enjoy have been stripped away from us. And I'm still telling y'all, hey, man, participate in the only thing because it's going to come a day you're going to be like me. Then I'm a, that's when I'm enjoying it. That's when I'm telling you enjoy it now so they can take show you it's a joke, and then you be over here with me. Then we can fight. See, I don't want to fight with you now because I'm not sure you're convinced, black man, black woman, enjoying those rights. I'm, not, I'm scared to get out there and fight with you for real, real, because you're still enjoying those rights. And I don't know when they start to threat to take them how far you'll go. Mine are gone, so I'm here. You can holler at me. Okay. You know. Okay. Right. Exactly. Like that's that right there. That part right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and on that, so, I, I mean, threw a piece is... of pizza in my mouth. Amaru, that pizza's done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's real though. Like we, I, I don't want to knock nobody, but we got to speak to the contradictions because times like this is when it's very dangerous to have those contradictions. You know? Like, we're dealing with a people, like you said, who won. And I say a people, I'm talking about white folks. We're dealing with a people who really have been stoked to believe that, that somehow their America is going to be taken away from them. You know, something that they never owned in the first place. You know, and this is the danger of having popular politics versus principal politics, you know. We're seeing people moving with popular politics. teach, brother. You know, and, and these people have no political agenda, no understanding of real politics, because if they did, 90, the 92%, okay, let's just say Texas, uh, uh, what is it, uh, I think Idaho, you know, those type of states where I, I go through all the time and they are like below the poverty line, black, white, and otherwise, the white ones, would not be voting the way they vote if they really understood the politics of the day. But they go off of the popular politics, which is I'm white, and this is my America, my this, that, and the other. The same game they shot at them during slavery to make them, you know, be the buffer between the real power whites and the poor whites. And these, these, these yokels are still going for it. So this is a very dangerous time because when you operate out of fear, all rationality is gone. You know, and what we're seeing is fear. And then, like you said, we have a you have a president who really doesn't even believe the shit he's saying. First of all, and that's the that's the crazy part about right? it. Right? Come out himself. Right? He said it himself. I don't believe this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that you know this is no good. This you know it was him who said in 1980 something. If I if I ever run for president, I'm going to run as a Republican because they're stupid. I mean, 
He said it. Yep. I ain't said it. it. Came out of his mouth. So just to show you, man, how you know it is dangerous. It is. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I definitely don't want people to sleep on it. But it, it just amazes me how, when we are at a, such a, a junction like this, you see the lack of fortitude. That's what you know. The lack of fortitude. Lack, lack of backbone. You know. I don't see. I don't see the yeah. backbone that I saw three weeks ago when when it was safe. Right. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't see that. I don't see them teeth. Them saying, you know, those teeth I saw, them fangs I saw three weeks ago when it was an organized protest, you know, and then y'all was on one mm-hmm. side of the street and they was on the other side of the street. Now you got these these mofos rolling around in caravans just popping up like they did back in the day, and I don't see no response. You know what I mean? Right. I just, I just wanted to point that out because that's important. That's, that's important for us to look at. Let me let me ask you, you know? something. Have, have you all heard anything about... Uh, any of the uh, vote, voter oppression um, tactics and, and shenanigans that they got going on where you are? Oh, yeah, I heard of them. No, I haven't. I heard here in, wow. here in Georgia, I, I got to report that in certain areas in Georgia, people are knocking on people's doors asking who you voting for. Wow. What? You got you got white folks rolling up on people's doors like, not, not, not who you voting for. You know what I mean? That's one report I got, and I got another report. You have um, these these Trump trains they call them, just rolling through communities. You know, as people are going to vote or where they at, they just roll by. You know, but they roll by and put mm-hmm. the tree out there, and people are, to get people to try to not go or leave the line. You know, and then of wow. course I got a few I got a few reports of last minute polling changes because you know here in Georgia, you know you know mm-hmm. here in Fulton County. Has been rezoned like a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a problem. A certain parts of Fulton, Fulton County got certain parts where people were in the rezoning, but for some reason it never reflected on their address. You know, they've been getting their mail. Now they're going to vote. Yeah. Right. They're being they're being told that you're in the wrong zone. Like you can't vote here no more. So now that, that a little bit of that is going on. And then I was at the post office earlier, kind of earjacking, listening to the people in the post office talking, and they were talking about how a lot of these votes that are in the mail have not reached their destination. They're just out there somewhere. Right. Cause it's, uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be something crazy. Listen, we got yeah, someone right. clicking in. Let's, let's, let's click yeah, on man. man. But you know, it's going to be something crazy with that, man. Eight six four seventy two forty four. Your mic's open. Hey, peace and power. Peace and black power, black power. Hey, peace. Black power, man. Peace. What's going on, man? Man, um, peace. Who is that? I'm sorry, bro. Outside my phone. Is it? Is it my end? Are y'all here static? There's a little bit of static on the line. On the line. I think it's, it's yeah. It's the line, not us. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry, brother. Pardon the introduction. I, I think you said the name and I ain't catch it, man. If you did, if you did. You hit us with it one more time. Equinix. This Equinix. Oh, peace, brother. What's going on? What's going on, my brother? Nothing much, nothing much. Um, I, uh, man, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to say, um, you know, me myself as, you know, I'm not a participant. I'm not a voter. Um, I don't think I've voted in maybe about like ten years. Uh, and um, you know, I, I, I just want to state my opinion. And how I feel and how I see things as it relates to us as black folk. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, because I was thinking on the way coming home, uh, Ice Cube had the the black agenda, or had right. basically had something in writing, a proposal, a plan, mm-hmm. something to take forward, something to expect. You understand standards. You you now right. have something to play with um, as it relates to uh, involvement, policy. You understand um, that will affect change in the lives of people that look like us as black as African people. And it's right. sad to say that all this time, all the way up until 2020, we've had how many um, black billionaires that no one has hmm. ever, you know, in some type of group, in some type of organization come together to actually try to now penetrate this type of change that needs to be had. Right. But then we want to, you know, and I'm not speaking of anybody on the show of course, we have uh-huh. uh, we all have our right to vote, but a lot of us now are flaunting that right to vote as if you know it it is going to make some type of change. And in my opinion, this is my opinion again. If we're talking about Biden, which one is better, Biden or Trump for black folk? Neither one of them crackers are good for us. If we're looking to see, well, who's going to help liberate us as black people? Who's going to help? Neither one of those crackers are going. If Barack Obama didn't do it as a half-black Negro, you understand? Mm -hmm. You know, they are not going to be in the business of doing it. But I think it's very important for us to, when we're talking about governance, we need to understand the things that govern where we are. Even how we right. govern ourselves, or how we spend our money, how we how we spend our attention, you understand? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I was having a conversation with somebody just speaking about the the culture, the pop culture that is reflective uh, of of uh, of our people today. And there's a one uh-huh. where you have people like uh, Nicki Minaj, like Meg The Stallion, Cardi B, or the some of the images that that grace that that culture. I'm going to say an anti-culture. And at the end of the day, that is the thing that we must fix. Because a lot of these other communities, before they're going to go out and and talk about who, how they're going to be seen in the world, they're going to to first start inside their houses. They're going to first Mm -hmm. start inside their own community. We can't look, these these white folks are not going to, you know, help us out in, in, in fixing any of this. I think it's very important for us to engage in conversation, just as you guys are having tonight, and an ongoing culture, an ongoing program, where we're actually investing our time in trying to do things like this. You understand? Because enough of this, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to go vote today, but then tomorrow I'm going to go back and support uh, exactly. white supremacy some type of a way. Right, you understand? Right, right. That's, that's as backwards. And, and, so, and you know, I just wanted to add that on to the discussion, family. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think those are some very great points. I think all of them are right on, you know, but you know me, however, nickname me, however. However, you know, whether you participate, you know, I think that we miss it on the vote. I think that it goes back to what McKayla and I was talking about earlier, that we've been taught we have our arguments so already ingrained in us that we're not really – hearing what's being said. No, I hope no one on this show believes in reformism. 
No one on this show believes that the salvation of black people will be found in this current system, that it will be found at the hands, by the hands, in the hand, with the hand, in conjunction with any oppressor, pale-skinned devil. What we're saying is, what I'm saying, now I can't say what anyone else is saying. Here's what I'm saying. I know black people are some of the most politically ignorant people on the planet Earth, even when it comes to their politics. Like you were saying, dear brother, I totally agree. You wouldn't find one Jew spending a dollar with anyone that supported Nazi Germany. You wouldn't find one Jew spending uh, 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 any bill with Hitler's face on it. Yeah, we do it all the time and encourage economic, but we got it. It's, it's about the economic. I had one brother tell me, only politics, economic politics. How you propose we gain freedom by more participation in a capitalistic system? Impossible. I hear what you're saying there, brother. You're right. We must control the image. We must control how we're looked at in the music and the Nicki Minaj. But the Jews did it through their legislation. Do you know what? Man, if you say something about, we, they may shut me down now, shut this program down now for anti-Semitism laws, brother. Somebody got to give a right. damn. About them calling you buffoon, uh, jungle bunny, moon cricket, this and that. There's no way if you're here. See, our dynamic is a different dynamic because we're up. We are. When you talk about colonization, those are oppressors coming to a place that you already have indigenous people and establishing their culture. When you talk about current, you know, slavery and the beginning forms of it, those are people taking one from one place or another. Ours is unique because we were inbred products interwoven, not just culturally, but economically and politically in the making of America. Our backing away right. from politics is just not that simple. We are interwoven. Yeah. We were written into the context, to the matrix of this motherfucker. And we at no point do we have the luxury to say what we can't participate or what we shouldn't. Use as a weapon. Now, like you said, I agree. I reiterate. If we think we're going to find salvation in the very system that is designed to oppress us, then we're very foolish. But if we think are not addressing it, looking at it, being vocal, it's like this. Somebody tell me, well, it don't work. They don't listen to you, and I'm ended. I said, it's like me arguing with my damn woman. Half of the time, she don't listen to me be walking away anyway. I don't shut my damn mouth. I'd be like, but baby, hey, baby. Man, you know, how mad are you? A little bit mad, big man, bad. How mad, for real, you ain't hungry, though. Shit, I'm still saying something. Or oh, get your ass together or whatever. It's you go until we divorce. See, we can't threaten divorce and go sleep on the couch. That's what not voting is. I'm done with it. But we sleeping on the couch. Right. If we're going right, to divorce right. and separate from this bad boy, let's do it. That's what I'm saying. But everybody I say let's do it with, I find have some ties to the system. Either they got a job, they got children in public school, they got their Second Amendment rights, they got a driver's license. They ain't really ready about their life like that. What it all takes, they just mad and want to have some way to show them I'm mad. And this is how I feel about it. And I'm cool with that as an individual expression and statement. But when it's pushed as a mass action, I don't think it's productive. That's all. That's all right. my only piece, and I'm going to shut my mouth and yeah. pass the mic over. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. That's what I was saying earlier, too. You know, if you, 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 hold this, you hold this view for yourself, 
and you see that, you know, you see this this way for yourself. But, you know, if you're not ready to make that move, I was telling my sister this earlier. I was like, you know, I actually see a reason to vote for Trump if we're if we were going to move in a direction that we, you know, we ready. But we're not. You know, so if you're not ready, why even, you know, why even do that? Why even why even go in a direction or even push, you know, push some rhetoric that we can't back up because we're not right. ready. You know, the right. the masses are not ready. Yeah, you might be ready. You might be sick and tired of dealing, you know, but if the masses aren't ready, then why even push that, that rhetoric like that? Because again, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna be beneficial, it's not gonna be productive. Um, and the same thing with that with the idea that you have you know, you have a bunch of people who are just not doing a thing. It doesn't make sense to just not do a thing in mass. Like you have to have something. You you gotta replace it with something. You got to replace that not doing whatever you're not doing with something that's going to be productive, something that's gonna address whatever that issue is that has you not wanting to participate. Like you have to be willing to do something for yourself, not just wait for something to happen to you, but make something happen for you. And I, you know, and that's, that's where we find ourselves. I think, you know, like in the place where people are not yet moving to, or they haven't yet moved to that place. You know, I think, Mm -hmm. hell, four more years. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, it, it, I, hey, you know what? Well, I doubt it. Like Shaka <laughs> said, we've seen worse. We see, man. <laughs> he ain't that Trump, like the brother was saying. I agree with like everything the brother said. You know, one devil to another. Devil. I get funny. People say the lesser two evils. I ain't never know when it wasn't evil. I ain't never right. know right. when it wasn't evil. Shit, how much what are we talking about? Really? This ain't like, like Shaka said, what y'all scared of? This ain't nothing new. We got Nixon, Reagan, he goes all the way back to George Washington. Right. You know what I'm saying? What are, you ta- what are we talking about? So it's like me and Shaka was saying when we was talking one time. You know, when you talk about it ain't about the vote. It was about, like, we being ingrown, unfortunately, domesticated products. Right. And... We built the White House. We, they interwoven us into the fabric, and we was like, shit, if we don't get recognized some kind of way, the system's corrupt, it's ugly and everything, but if they don't recognize us some kind of way, we're done for. We mm-hmm. are done for. If we don't get out of this position of slavery some kind of so like my brother Shaka brought up, he said, so what we do? We influence politics. While they sitting there rallying against Britain, we say, that's right. Freedom for all people. Ain't that right, boss? Huh? All people. Mm-hmm. Ain't that right, boss? <laughs> Freedom for all people. See what I'm saying? We're pointing out the hypocrisy and they thing. And, what, and guess what we tricked them devils into doing? Establishing an abolitionist movement. We got them devils to fight amongst themselves like we can do again today. Right. Mm-hmm. It's revolutionary tactics. I can't shit on Frederick Douglass now. They got them white boys to fight free. A slave came up, rapped so tough. He got crackers raiding fairies, armories, and shit. That's a rap. You talk about rap brown, Malcolm X, Frederick Douglass must have been a talking motherfucker. You got white boys <laughs> running up in the armory. You feel me? So it's every. Really? 
everything we can utilize. I don't think that they looked for, I don't think my ancestors fought for a vote and thought that was the end of it. I thought they was making their footstep in history up from slavery, period. That was, you know, out of this condition. Let us fight to get out of the condition we in and then let the next wave take their step. See, we think we're going to get freedom tomorrow. I ain't going to vote. We're going to be free tomorrow. <laughs> I ain't going to whatever. They will be free tomorrow. Every step, whatever it takes to get over that hump. And I ain't just saying voting. Everything had its paradigm. When you look back at that time, when you had the Harriet, when you had the Frederick Douglasses, you had the Harriet Tubmans. You had a guerrilla movement. Mm-hmm. You had the Nat Turners for every Martin Delaney. You feel me? You had the. It has to have its. It has to have its pole opposite. You had the Dr. Kings and the Malcolm X's. You see what I'm saying? You had the nations of Islamis and the Black Panther Party. You always. They always got that alternative. Alternative they'll deal with before the other, and it may not be the advancement we want. Like you had the Black Panther Party. They didn't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Now you got free breakfast. Now you got WIC. Mm-hmm. Now you get food stamps. See, I, I was before yeah. all that. I was before free cheese. I'm a cub. See, I remember all the right. cheese and the blood out on them. I was before that. For all you new booty babies out here getting these stamps on cars, y'all George Jetson, boo-boo, they used to give you milk that was powder, put water in it, presto. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, the powder milk. Right. Blocks of cheese that didn't melt in the middle. We old school with it. So I see every, even though it's integrationist, even though it's very moderate, I see the gains that my people enjoy because I was from an era before all that, before anything was free. So I'm from the era of the Black Panthers. So they said before they deal with them Panthers, let's give it to the niggas. That in itself is a small victory for the Panthers because it forced states to recognize the people and provide for the people nutrition and sustenance. That is a victory. There ain't no revolutionary victory we wanted, but it's a victory for the masses because they got something we didn't have. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Hey, but, Y'all get me off my soapbox, please. If I, hey, if I, if yes, I could add on just, just real quickly, you know, as you know, all all of you guys brought up wonderful points, and um, you, 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 you brought up something very important when you spoke about the Jews. And the thing is is that from what I'm seeing is that we aren't standing beside policy. It would be good if we voted amongst ourselves. You you understand? It would be good if we had the same process minus the European, minus him, you know, saying, well, hey, here is this, if we had this type of uh, behavior or mindset when it came down to, a lot of the, uh, the 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 shows that are coming across our TV screen. This is the only thing that's problematic to me. It's like, well, hey, come November when it's time for thus says the white folks to vote. Now we're going to have the the importance. Now we're going to talk about the importance of exercising our right to vote or cast a ballot or either you know uh, say something or put our two cents in on it, but. I feel like it's it's equally important when we are having these shows that are degrading our people. You understand that that poll isn't going to do anything but reflect what we've been doing all through the year. You understand because at the end of the day, it's not just about voting; 
It's about coming together on the same policies that are going to reflect our a, a decent living for our children, children that look like you and I. You understand? Not the fact that I'm now, as a black man, because I'm in a, a different type of pay grade, I'm going to separate myself from the struggles of the little black boy. So now I am indeed going to vote. I'm going to, but now I'm going to vote against this young black boy or against the policies that are going to represent this young black boy. So I think it is very important that we are collective. Even when we say black power, I think that is some of the grassroots uh, work we need to be doing as it relates to establishing the very fundamentals needed in, in, in voting the right way. You understand? In, in, in being able to not only participate in this damn uh, voting experience, but now to allow it to push us uh, to move in the right direction. You understand? Or even if it's not voting, we need to understand the power and numbers and momentum. As you guys were talking, I was thinking about, you know, even with the protests, when they say we're looting, when they say that is not, that's, that's, that's like an emergency vote because y'all done seen folks make some stuff happen when they start tearing up some of these cities. You understand? So it's about it's, it's 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 about how do we do things that are going to now affect a change in quality of life of our people. You know, even talking about our ancestors, America, they have not created policies that are going to benefit and make our ancestors look good. So at the end of the day, this system hasn't worked. It's not working for us today if it's not if it hasn't worked for us yesterday. In my opinion. Because they haven't corrected the stuff they did to our ancestors yesterday. So I, I put on Facebook today, you know, and, I, and I'm not, we're not going back and forth. We're just having a, you know, common exchange as we all should have as decent, as inter- absolutely, um, intelligent um, black folks. Well, I'll you say, know, absolutely. But I just want to say that a lot of times our people now are walking around with the voting stickers on, and it's, it's kind of, you know, takes me back to Dr. John Henry Clark when he said religion was created for political purposes. And speaking about how mm-hmm. Christian and I was in the church for a long time, how, you know, we, a lot of our people, we want to pray about it because it feels good. And, think, and right. there are some things that you can do with meditation and prayer, but if we're going to say, well, hey, now I'm going to base me feeding my children on a prayer, there has to be some scientific, some substantial scientific results that we must now base our feed, base us feeding our children off of. You understand? Right. And that's all I'm I, You know what, brother? I'm, I'm going to say this. Let me jump in for a little bit. I, I don't, because I don't want to trivialize voting to that degree. I don't want to put voting or the political process to to prayer. I, I, I think they're a little bit different, and greatly so. I think that uh, I know voting may not do what we want. It may not do nothing for black people, but it does something. You know what I'm saying? It just may not be. It's just not a dead thing. See, that's my problem with the people who say don't vote, because not voting does nothing. Voting, at the very least, you see what voting does? At the very least, it has you and I having this discussion. At the very least, it's brought about political awareness. It's brought about, you know, a political interest. People are now, damn, what's up with the whole vote thing? That's at the very least. At the, some of the more uh, benefits 
that it does have, like I was saying, if not voting, I was saying earlier, registering to vote makes you eligible for my people who do participate in the system, makes you eligible for jury duty. You know, we talk about the legal system, the legal system, but shit, if you ain't eligible for, see, I'm a parent, but that's my problem. I go by 10-point platform program. You know what I'm saying? And one of our programs says that we want a jury of our real peers. You know what I'm saying? If you forcing us right. to be here, see, unless you ready to shoot it out with the police, you know what I'm saying? You going to want a jury of your peers. Unless you're to the point where you like, the pigs ain't taking me, and I'm not advocating that. I ain't say do that. I'm just saying, unless you're at the point where you're saying the pigs ain't taking me for nothing, you want a jury of your peers. And how are you going to find a jury of your peers if none of your peers are registered to vote? So you find yourself in the craziest position with a jury of old white folks looking at you that been fed the image of the black man or the black woman being a, a jigaboo and a monkey, misguided and uncivilized from the start. You are, boy, you kiss your ass goodbye. And since you didn't vote, or since you don't participate in the political system, but you do get gas, you do eat certain foods, so you don't know that these foods also cater to prison systems. So since they cater to prison systems, the longer incarceration feeds them. See what I'm saying? So that what they do, they have a thing called lobbyists, and they go and petition these people running and say, we fund your campaign. If you back the bill that gives a black man 20 years for a, a nickel sack of marijuana because we got a food contract with them. So not only are you eating Popeyes on the inside, it just look different. We out here catering and Popeyes who funds a campaign that we said we don't participate in the political process. What I'm saying is this. Black people in America, the unfortunate truth for us new Africans, is some of your experience, I ain't saying you from this shit, I'm saying it is a part of your African experience. But we are the people that get stuck and traumatized that we find every way out. We become Muslim, more, we deny it, we don't participate in it, whatever we can find not to address this. But when we study other peoples of African origin or melanated people, we find their success lies in not only accepting it, but taking from it what they get from it and keep moving. Spanish-speaking people unite on an oppressor's language, yo. The, the Salvadorian, if you put them in a room with black folk, the Salvadorian, the, 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 the Mexican, the Puerto Rican, all of them will come together and unite under an oppressor's language, you see what I'm saying? So it, it's not the language. It's like you said, our attitude, our, our social understanding, this and that. But we don't. We haven't factored in. We're running from that American experience. I'm saying I'm gonna conclude it. In my saying, I'm saying that we look at Jamaica, we look at Hades, we look at all people who have just acknowledged what happened to them, factor it into the process of their evolution, and keep it pimping. At no point do you see where the people have advocated and pushed non-participation or not being vocal. Shit, hell, Mahatma Gandhi gave Martin Luther King that. I mean, no point, even the weakest method, this man didn't even want to fight. And still it affected, you know, affected a change somewhere, somehow in the universe. At no point you can't participate in nothing and expect a change. We know that won't work. And that's all I'm saying. If we push that as a mass action, 
not as an individual protest. My only thing I'm saying is, if we're not, if you're not saying it's part of a strategy or something like that, I'm not telling my people. I can't tell nobody how to feel, and I agree with everything they're saying. But I'm saying, what benefit is pushing that philosophy as a mass action? And nobody has told me the benefit of not participating in their own political system. And that's that's my only challenge. And I could be dead wrong. Yeah, and I definitely I I definitely feel with uh, I feel what you're saying, my brother. And um, you know, I I just feel like it's it's, it's time for us as a people to uh you know level ourselves up, evolve, uh, and and of course utilize the tools. Um, but at the same time, and it was and and I'm gonna say for me, it was a difficult situation because I was in, in, invited to a men's discussion. And there at the men's discussion, we had one of the brothers that was over the African Center School, and he was basically promoting, you know, what he does inside there. And at the end of the actual session, it was another brother. And that brother, on on the other hand, was speaking about, um, you know, the importance of basically what you were talking about, reform trying to fix the, 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 the broken school system in which all of us have come through. Uh, and basically, if we're saying, well, hey, if I'm um, the third party wondering, well, hey, where should I put my attention? Where should I put my focus? You understand? Because one definitely doesn't go with the system. The other one is still trying to work with the system to help fix the system, in my opinion. So I know I have a lot to learn from you know, you guys with your elders, and, you know, I'm appreciative for the experience, and I'm appreciative for, you know, what you what, what you have given and looking to, to, to make the most of and you also, you know, brother. the voting experience. Yeah, you said exactly. Uh-huh. And we say, and yeah, we, also, man, I appreciate you. Listen, that's why I say, man, I appreciate the real brothers calling in, even if, you know, I we you know what man, we I hope everybody knows out there listening. We always say it every show, so it gets redundant to me, but sometimes I feel like I need to put it out there for other listeners. Man, this is the show of love. This is man the living room. You know what I'm saying? And you know how black people are overstaying right. the right. table. You know what I'm saying? You're back looking and you got people in the kitchen. Like, isn't that fighting? No, nah, man, they ain't there playing spades. You know, this is, right. this is our stage table. If they ain't no place you can come and talk about it. <laughs> It's right here. And that's all me and my brother you know, doing. Yeah. We spitting, man. We playing spades, dominoes. We're making a lot of noise in the kitchen. That's it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I wanted to jump. I wanted so now, man, I, I appreciate it. But I ain't heard from Akeda Ashaka. What are you guys thinking about? Hey, let me, I want to jump because it was, I really was listening to a lot of it. And I want to clear something up for the brother. Because um, you said reform a couple of times. I want to make a correction. Yeah, thank you. Well, we're talking about, we're not talking about reforming the system. If you had to define what we're talking about, it's radical utilization of the system. We're talking about radical utilization. So we're not utilizing the system to become a part of the system or to fix the system. We're radically, which means taking it to another level, we're radically utilizing it to hyper point out the contradiction. So if we're going to get this or if we don't get it, it'll be such a contradiction that people will wake up and see it. That's one. Two, <clears throat> I, I, I hear a lot of talk about the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. And I, I mean, hey, it's what it is. 
But you have to understand, the Jewish community came and utilized every factor of society. I mean, every factor. They utilized the underworld, the criminal world. They utilized the political world. And then they took the money that they got from the criminal world, slid it through the political world, and then became the media moguls. There's a book on Hollywood that you can, you know, look at. I think the Jews, Circulation Hollywood is one of those books, and there's another one. So <clears throat> with us, we, we always, I always hear people say we're tired of the image. We're tired of the image. Okay, my question is, so where are the videos, where are the movies, where are the YouTube commentaries where we're showing another image? Like we're talking, but let's do it. Let's just do it. People say that land is the cornerstone of revolution, which it is. How many people either own land or trying to get land or have attached yourself to someone who has land? And I say that because if you do any of the above, you would be insanely, man, it would be such a, a spite to yourself, a spite to yourself to not be somewhat involved with the political process because politics and land are go hand in hand. So if we're talking about we don't want the European around, and we're talking about we want land. So if we want land, then we have to be in the political process in order to Find out what land we have, what rules and regulations cover the land you're trying to get. When you get the land, what can you do? Because, you know, you can't even build something without talking to the European Zoning Board. But if you have no one on the community board, you're not going to have much say with the zoning board. See what I'm saying? You, there's no way around it. You're going to have to learn some of this system to get what you want in order to separate. And then when you separate, you have to have a system to maintain what you just separated with. And let's be honest, we have we can't go back to ancient Kemet. We don't know what that that's almost like a religion right now. That's how I look at it. The whole ancient Africa thing is a new religion for people who have fed up with Christianity, you fed up with Islam because of the Arabs, you fed up with everything else, so you gonna go way back in Africa and turn Africa into a new religion. I'm not with that. We live here, we're now. Utilize radically this system and make change Like the brother said earlier There is nothing including this radio show This blog talk show Rests on the first amendment So how do you get around that If you're not effectively A part of it You know our ability to say black power out loud Rests on the first second third Or the first third and fourth amendment Those amendments mm. Were utilized and created By not just them But us too Everything we do in this system rests on some kind of amendment. Our children go to school not because we kidnapped people and took over schools, because we won with Plessy versus Ferguson, because we won with Brown versus the Board of Education. We won. How did we win? We were a part of the system. We were part of the legal system. We were part of the judicial system. Any way you figure it, we have to have a balance. Now, my last statement is, Having an understanding of the system is not the problem. The problem lies when you don't have an understanding of your role in the system, when you don't have an understanding of your position as a people. Where do you fit into this decadent system? When you don't know your history and you don't know where you fit in this decadent system, then you don't know that most of the things that we say we don't want, we created. Most of the things that we fight against are the very things that we as a people help foster in to protect us while we travel this path. 
So I suggest that we learn our history, and I'm going to leave it at that. Wow. And and my question, okay, this is my question to you guys, and I guess, um, you know, I'll leave it at that. But um, my question is collectively, when we're talking about the voting process, because I, I asked this 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 question to Facebook, uh, and I want to make sure that I word it exactly right. Basically, uh, when was the last? What was the zenith of our participation in the voting process? You understand? Because I'm I'm just the one that's at now analyzing not only the voting process, whether they be praying, like you like the brother said, the Kemet or the Black Power Movement, you understand? Because anybody, even looking at Khaled Muhammad, at the core of any Black Power Movement, you got to have spirit. And that's what our ancient African traditions were focused upon with African spirituality. So I think what you're saying, and hopefully we're not utilizing uh, immature eyes to basically, because we'll be undermining the works of our of our great teachers, they have come. They actually put their work, put their heart. They put their work into it. And this, to me, was the politics. This was the thing when we're talking about governing yourself. Who is it that you're governing? What is this body? Mm-hmm. You understand? How dare me talking about going outside and governing something outside of my body when I can't even govern who I am? When I don't even know who it is that I'm but- governing. When we and talk about education I, and those things are very important, right. but we can't we agree, afford to brother. wait. For I, I that's think, the thing. Yeah, I think we, we agree. I don't mean to cut you I, off. You know, it's it's one of the things. You know, and I totally agree with you. You have to be able to govern yourself. I think what we're looking at is how do we include that with an all inclusive revolution? Because you know, the revolution of self still must take place in the actual factual time and existence. See, revolution is a science. So while you, you know, right. while we're doing self, we still must consume. We still must be sheltered. We still must, you know, have motion. Therefore, we have vehicles that must be powered. We have that, you know. So every the politics, like Fred Ham said, politics is everything. Everything is politics. So the politics of everyday life goes on, and the political process affects those politics of your know, rent. You know, whether there's a whether there's a playground or a strip club in your community where your children play, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm very much involved in the uh, uh, community politics or where the community pop from the neighborhood shit uh, committee here down in Atlanta. And I don't even stand in Atlanta like that. I come down here and I get well informed. I read their newsletters. If I'm down here when they have a meeting, I sit in. Politics affects that my child's human potential to develop to its fullest. See, if he lives in a place yeah. that restricts that, if he lives in a place when he steps out in a hoodie, having a hoodie on might get him killed, I can't tell him to worry about governing self, because his self can only be limited to the governing of survival politics. And I refuse mm-hmm. that for him. It hinders him. You see what I'm saying? So we, I have to address those forces and elements. This is what's called the material historical dialectic. I have to address the forces and elements, the opposing contradictions, it's, you know, it's about the polls. I have to address those elements 
that are working in opposition to him reaching and, and, and meeting his fullest human potential. Revolution is about freedom. I have to fight those things that would limit that for him. And I have to use every weapon to my disposal. And if I don't agree, like, everybody, listen, I don't agree with what Jam Master J, all them dudes are doing. I don't agree with none of that. None of that. But I applaud them dudes for doing it because at the very least, he sparked the conversation. He allowed me to teach between radical reform. And now you want to talk about reformism. See, I don't see nobody. You know, this is what gets me, Chuck, and I'm not saying you, brother. I'm not saying you. This is to the other brothers out there who was coming against me and Shaka. Now, this is what gets, we'll talk about. We'll, we'll be transparent and straight up and tell you the pros and cons or whatever about participating in the political system, historically, I ties and everything. And we'll get people that will still call us before. I just misunderstand us. You get a Negro to show up with a gun and a beret. Ain't nobody steals my this nigga tell you to vote. He told them in Louisville, Kentucky, where I'm from, that the damn near that the death of Breonna Taylor was on them because uh, they can re- no he didn't vote. say it like that. I'm not gonna put words in my he didn't say he said you can remove this man. You can remove him by voting. This is what uh, Grandmaster Jay says. I challenge anyone to go back and look at the video. He said, you can remove this man. You can remove this man by, by voting. Do you know everybody out there cheered? Mm-hmm. Cheered. With rifles and everything. I don't know if we just got caught up in the sensationalism and hype. So what, what Shaka and I do, though, I, you know, sometimes we're on the post, Shaka ain't with. Last I checked, he don't be with none of this political voting shit. <laughs> you don't believe it. None of it. <laughs> Shaka, for real. Shaka don't be with that. that. Shaka's a mountaineer. I'm off the Shaka grid. Get there with technology. <laughs> Everybody else talking. That's why I listen to Shaka. That's why I shut up when Shaka talk. Cause oh y'all, t- I mean, not knocking my brother. I know a brother that shit. You know, I don't want to put. I'll let him talk about his business because only he knows how far he wants to talk about it. But just let me say right. this: he's putting action and economics where his mouth is. So I'm just saying, and all I'm telling anybody is that as black people, we better, I'm not saying what we better do is just let's look at really participating. And even if not voting, if you can transform that into some way of participating in the advancement of black people, then not vote. I'm telling you that. Hear from Yanga. If it translates into some powerful action advancement, but then I'm telling all y'all stay away from a poll. But if it just results in your ass sitting around, not my brother on the line, because like I said, we talk, and I, since I was talking to him, I don't want him mistaking any listeners that I'm still talking. This is general. If it results in your butt staying at home and not doing nothing at all, man, come go on. Vote. Then we, you know, go vote. Do something. If you ain't voting, yeah. drive somebody to the poll. If you don't drive nobody to vote, go protect exactly. people. Go protect. If you ain't with none of that, then go down there and you just, I'm just with protecting black people. Then they, it's some at the poll. See, we can't practice elitism. We can't protect right. the black people that believe as we believe. That's in our clique. That's elitism. Are we right. white people? Right. Our powers to oppress people, first of all, that's anywhere oppression exists. But primarily, 
African power to the African people and all and black power to black people. Mm-hmm. Specific and, and let me, generally all let me power clear, to oppressed man. people, man. We don't want that zero noise ever. Uh, go ahead. What Everybody, you, said, you know, I just want to be clear. Like I'm an off the grid dude. You know me. I believe in off the grid. I, I you know, I, very limited participation. But I own, I, you know, I own land. I pay taxes. So you, you, no one is off the grid. No one is separate. You know, it, you know, like we you know without the inclusion of white folks, you pay rent. So you better know where your money is going. Pay that rent. You pay taxes every year. You get a little kickback, but you pay taxes. You know what is those funny little initials on your paycheck? Find out where they're going. You you work for a company. I work for a company. Companies are usually funding bigger companies. Who does your company fund? How is that that company in where you work, that warehouse you work in, or that building you work in? How does that building affect the immediate residents of that community? How many people have been displaced? What's going on? Where, when, when that company has their fiscal turnover, how much money do they give local politics to sway votes either in or not in your direction? You have to be responsible and know these things. You cannot hide away and plan it black. It's not going to work. You know, and, and like the brother asked the question, I just want to ask this question. He said, when was collective zenith? We have never had, never, ever, ever, ever had a collective zenith when it comes to the policies of political process in America. And the reason I said never, because as soon as we get in line, they switch the game. So we're always playing catch up. So we've never had a collective zenith, which means zenith meaning the most powerful moment. But we have had collective victories while utilizing that system i.e. 65 Voter Right Act, school rights, this right, that right. Those are small collective victories. So in an ongoing war, you can't have a zenith. You can only have victories and losses. So we need to count our victories, learn from them, and try to multiply them to become a zenith moment. And I think one of the things we could do and we should do is what I heard when I first tuned into the show earlier, start appointing people on a local level to hell with the presidential vote. Straight up, if you are controlling the local politics, at least then you have a hands-on. You want to have a black community? Then start by putting people that you know and trust in all of the local positions in your little counties all throughout the South and the Midwest. The sheriff, the alderman, mm-hmm. the school counselor, the comptroller, the mayor, the mayor's assistant, the zoning mm-hmm. council, all these people, the business council in your community. These are all seats, the, the representative. All those seats are always up for election. There's no reason why why Sam Boglefield and, and Joey Epstein and so-and-so-and-so has always, 40 years they've been in one place. But you lived in this community for the same amount of time. Probably lived in the community longer they've been in the chair, but they got 40 and 30 years in the chair. That means you're not active in the immediate situation for your people. Right. So we, 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 we got to be real. Like if you want to have no white be folks real. involved, Get them out. Vote them out. Push them out. And, and then you can have all Can I throw something in there? And I swear I'll be brief. I just wanted community. to add. In, in, in with doing that and also building your guerrilla forces, guerrilla gardens, exactly. guerrilla radio, exactly. you know what I'm saying, guerrilla right. communities, guerrilla safe houses, all the while operating in that manner because that's what we're not saying. See, we're not reformers. We're not saying the salvation lies now. We're saying. Uh, use that law, use that 
a buffer time because it's going to be a time like, you know, the fight is on. So like you said, it's going to be a time when the veil is lifted. You know what I'm saying? So use that as a time to be building. Like um, Sister McKenna said, it's all about liberated territories. Use that time to be, while they're fighting for political empowerment, for political representation, you know, let them fight that fight. Because they believe in that fight. They believe the process can be won. They encourage them to fight that fight. All the while, you say, okay. And you build the revolutionary guerrilla forces. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? So when the wall, when the wall breaks, we, we can't be, see, we told you, we can't leave them out there. They got to be able to fall back to the flanks. That's how you right. work hand in hand, but you're not always going to agree. You don't even need to work in conjunction. You're above ground. You never know what you're underground doing. And I'm saying too much for shit. You know, they already I mean, know uh, that. So, you know, it's no, you're not you, working yeah, hand exactly. in hand. No, it's not going to be shoulder rubbing. No, it's not going to be roasting marshmallows over an open fire. Because you never, it's never clearly going to be understood how the politics coexist. But believe me, they will coexist and intermingle and intertwine at the end of the day. We've seen an example, Hamas, you know what I'm saying, start on the list as and unfortunately they still i think may possibly be labeled as a terrorist organization which i think is bs because right. if you hold true see here's another you know uh uh proof of hypocrisy but who would they hamas labeled on the terrorist list eventually one is sway i don't know how they did it to be put on the ballot in a in a democratic election and they just knew that the plo were going to win it Yasser Arafat's old party. They knew even to the point, I believe, they tried to sway it. And Hamas came out and won it. A terrorist organization went from being to a political party, recognized by the people, won the election, and America still won't, and other countries still won't recognize them as the legitimate, last I checked, legitimate ruling, uh, legitimate governing party. Of that area. Exactly. Of that area. And that just goes right. to show, man, like that, and that right there, that's my point. If if I'm with separation, believe me. And like you said, you know, people that know yep. me know I'm for real about it. I'm not playing. I'm not talking about it. I'm doing it. As we're talking, I'm doing it. But at the same time, while you're building your own school, you should be influencing the school that's out there. That's all I'm going to say. Right. We, you you know, while you're building, while you're building the, the, our school for the people, which we need, we're going to teach the things we need, you should also have someone inside that building you know, influencing what goes on, maybe even directing people to you. Because we can't build something we, we can't build something so strong and not think that you have to have influences. People have to influence them. Our sister Makeda, who's on the line, when I was talking remember this when COVID first kicked in. And Sister McKay was like, hey, we can't have our babies in the school. We got to have our own school collective. And my sister started moving on it. And and she would call me and frustrated and say, you know what, I can't believe this. You know, people was all with it, and as soon as the white man said he's going to do homeschooling, they rather send their kids to the white man homeschool than to ours. It's the same thing, the exact same thing. And you have an option to do either, but you're scared to death. You know what I mean? I had a school. This is, again, I'm not talking. This is from experience. Created the Jenna May University, which was not a school school. It was a cultural school. The brother talked about governing self. It was designed to teach us about self. Man, I didn't have to break people's legs to get them in there. I had to threaten them to get them in there. So we we really have to, we really have to 
start really thinking about that, man, and looking at that for real. And see, and see, right. that's all I'm saying is that when we get together and we as a people are going to the voting polls, that it should be a damn thing in place that when if you and I are in the same community, it ain't no damn second second uh, guessing about it that we should pretty much be voting in the same interest. You understand? Yes. We should be damn near down for the same policies. What I want for my children is damn near what I want, what 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 you should want for your children. So we should be exactly. collective. And I think what we're what we're talking about when when you when we spoke about the Jews, the Hispanics, the Latin, whoever, all these people have their flag. We as a black as African people, we have been torn away from who we are, having a flag, having a sense of identity. So it is very important that when we like even even what you're saying. When you are having these types of things, that we're saying, hey, let's go over here and help this brother because we know damn sure when the public school side needs your help, you are there. So it's now what right, we right. need is the collective approach, not just people getting crumped because it's Biden and Trump, but we need people getting crumped when you have your um, event that you're launching for the children. You understand? Because if we're talking about, hey, we're getting excited now. Because two crackers are, you know, talking right. about policies. No, we got to mm-hmm. be down for the policies before the actual president. You, you feel me? So that's all I'm I agree saying. 100%. I think. I, I, yeah, we all, I think I agree with. Right on this radio, I think we all on the same page. Like the brother Yanga said, right. I'm really talking to us and the listeners out there. You know, um, and we do need to do that. But I want to say something too. When you like he said, the Latino population unites around a language, one language, you know, and it's an oppressive language. The Jews unite around a religion that they took. That's what they unite around. Arabs unite around their religion and their Arabness. See, with us, because we do so much escaping, we don't escape so much, we escape in ourselves. Because every time I turn around, we are new people. You know, we this this day, we that that day, and we this the next day. Like we got to say one of what? Them. What? I don't heard so Silly many different versions what? of. You say every time you turn around, we every time I turn around is a new identity. I don't know who I am. Every every six months, I'm somebody else. I call myself this this long. Somebody, no, brother, we this now. And then I say, okay, well, I'm gonna call myself, no, brother, we this now. Like slow down on the escapism. Pick one name. That unifies us all, and let's run with it. You know what I mean? You, you maybe you know a little more heavier science. Maybe you have a, a deeper understanding. But what unites the masses is what we should move on. So that Latino man knows I'm Puerto Rican. I'm a I'm a Boricano. I'm a Taino. He knows his deep science, but he's gonna dumb it down to just I'm Puerto Rican because that's gonna unite him with the rest of the Puerto Ricans. And then when they get in the room, they're gonna say, Yeah, I know I'm a uh, San Salvador, I know I'm Puerto Rican, I know I'm this, I know I'm that. And they, see, that might cause them the beef. So they all going to just dumb it down, we all speak Spanish. You see what I'm saying? Because we're trying to move. But I do believe that, wow. this is my personal cool. opinion, I do believe that a lot of us, and I'm not talking about nobody on this radio, are not trying to move. You don't really want to move. You, you say you do, but you don't really want to move. You don't want to take that next step. So you keep creating hurdles by finding new ways to prevent our movement. 
And yes, Shaka Jajaga Shakur is saying that. I've been here in this movement for 31 years. I've watched from a child to now. I've watched how every time we get right at the goddamn finish line, my mama used to say, Negroes are scared of success because you've been trained by the white man that you don't deserve success, you're not worth success, and you shouldn't even look for it. And every time we get right there, implode, and we destroy ourselves. We do it in our personal Mm. lives, and we do it in this movement. So it's not an issue of where we need to go or how we need to get there. It's an issue, do you really want to go? And, And if you really want to go, the last obstacle that you have to erase in this colonial yoke is the obstacle of self-value. Those people are free because they value themselves. They're free because they made up in their mind that we do not deserve to be no other way than this. Hell, this white man is the way he is because he made up in his mind, I am supreme. And that's it. And he's moving with it. And he's moving with it. Not not super quadrifying it and Breaking it down, quantifying it, and subquantifying it. You know, come on, man. If you want sovereign, is sovereign. I don't care what kind of sovereign you call yourself. Sovereign means self-governed. That's all I need to know. I ain't going to sit here and argue about the word black. I'm not going to argue about the word more. I'm not going to call myself, well, are you the original man? I'm from Kemet. I'm, right. I'm an Abyssinian. You know, if you're an African spiritualist, you're an African spiritualist. You believe in African tradition. I'm not going to argue whether you're down with Oba or Paulo, Santo Paulo, or this. I don't got time for all that. Let's get to the general point that makes us move. When you're in a battle, somebody's shooting at you, all you want to know is where do we go from here. I don't want to argue about what kind of shell is flying at me, and that's a 9mm. That's an AK-47. It doesn't matter. How do we move forward? That's all we should focus on. And I'll leave it at that. I didn't mean to ramble, family. When I think about when I think about, you know, starting the school, that's, that was it. Um, that was at the base of it. Like, we can't send our kids back to, to these, these colonial schools in these conditions. And that was enough to make me move. You know, I don't, I don't have kids in the, in the public school system anymore. My kids have graduated. I'm done with that part of my life. But the fact of the matter is I still got a horse in this, in this race. Right. And I can't watch these children go back into that situation knowing that nobody is caring. And, and it's gotten even worse. Like what I, what I understand now is even worse than what I had feared before. You know, it's crazy. So, again, it's like I, I can want to do other things and move out of this space, but I, I can't until this is finished. This has to get done. It has to be done. And when we take on that, you know, this has to be done kind of attitude about everything, you know, everything that, that we have to do in order to fortify our own people, in order to, you know, um, gain some sort of direction and, and a trajectory for our own people. That whole self-determining piece is that's it. That's it. Right. Like, you know, and don't nothing get before you. If you really want it, you just do it. You don't think of reasons why not to do it. You just damn do it. You know, I want Man, this. Look, you do it. <laughs> for real. Period. I mean, today, true story. This this happened to me today, fam. I'm gonna tell Radio World this, and and I'm so it was funny. I came home off the road, and I wanted to be with my sons. I wanted to spend time with my sons, and but you know, in Georgia, you need a ride. <laughs> so I tried to rent a car, mm-hmm. but I don't got a credit card. So they was like, well, you ain't got a credit card. You got a debit card. You got to put a deposit down. I only got four hundred dollars in my pocket. 
So if I put a deposit down, that means I'm a $200 deposit, $200. I ain't got no money to do anything with. Did I? So you know what I did? I went to U-Haul and rented a U-Haul moving van. And me and my baby jumped in that van and rocked that van like it was a limo for the last two days. <laughs> because I refused to not do something. Right. That's the kind of attitude you got to have. I refuse to not do it. Right. I'm going to make it happen some way, somehow. And that right. is the attitude that we have to have. No matter what it is, you don't want to vote, fine, but you you got to do something. You want to vote, you got to do something. We are inundated with people who just, who would have gave up. I can't rent the car. Well, let me call my kids and tell them, hey, I can't be there this weekend. I'll get you all next weekend. Nah, that's not an option. And when you get that attitude about this revolution, we'll be a step closer to real revolution. And that goes for self, too. If yourself is not together, keep working on yourself. Shaka Jajaga Shakur is a work in progress, but that does not stop me from participating in revolution for my people. That's not going to be a handicap either. It's all, okay. Man, I feel the same way. It's all like, you know, it's all interrelated. Self, yes. the, I, there again, I quote my man, Deputy Chair Fred Hamm. Uh, Chicago Panther, Illinois party, man. Politics is senior. Politics is everything. Everything is politics. Everything is politics. That's about but that's revolutionary politics, man. It's about daily dialectics, man. The opposing forces of everything, how's this going, this and that. And politics simply affects everything from if bus fare goes up from fifty cents to seventy five cents. You know, there's no way to escape it unless we just have an and out we, you know, my whole thing is just with future generations coming up, new revolutionaries coming up. If we don't lay a template, if we don't start to lay the, like we have the luxury of not just, you know, international revolutionaries like the Bolsheviks and China, yada, yada, but we have the, the Hueys and the Malcolms and the Frederick right. Douglasses and the Garvey's. Matt Turners and all the way on back. What, what are we leaving? for two or three generations to look back on this one to have. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what what is our contribution to the overall advancement of black people here, to the revolutionary struggle? What is our drop in the bucket? Because we do know revolution. I hope that we think about revolution in a protracted struggle form. You know, I hope we look at it generationally. I think sometimes that's, that's, that has been some of our biggest problems is that, you know, instead of uh, – Are we still on? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm here. Maybe I think the brother, the brother by the fellow, of I was talking. But we're gonna keep moving. McKay, why don't you add him? What you got to say, sis? I, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm all for anything that moves us forward. According to, you know, sometimes it's stuff that. Is is placed on a um, placed on a, a platform that we move on. Uh, sometimes it's just really grassroots. You know, you solving problems, you solving problems from a grassroots perspective in a very, you know, in a very um, uh, self necessary way. But you you don't you don't solve these problems for your, yourself by yourself, you know. Right, um, right. And as you do as you do this, you show yourself, you prove yourself worthy of 
that, you know, that freedom that you're looking for inside of this system and away from this system. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it don't take this system to make you want to. Well, sometimes that is a catalyst, though. You know, the system being so <laughs> effed up. You know, you, yeah, sometimes whatever. Let's, you know, let's figure this thing out so we don't have to deal with it. But it's not the system that you, you're not responding to the system in such a way as that you're trying to exist inside of it, but you're trying to exist despite it, you know, despite the system being what it is, you want to make sure that you are moving in your own interest and in the interest of your people. Um, And we were talking about earlier about, like, uh, Tachawa and Columbia running for aldermen in neighboring wards, you know, so that if, if you have these two wards together, you know, that are right next to each other and they're 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 both associated with empowered by black power, you know, you have a greater chance of liberating that territory altogether. Exactly. They've been doing this work. They were doing this work. They haven't been elected as aldermen yet. They're doing the work now. They've been doing it. All they all they're doing is moving, you know, to heighten the the possibility of you know pushing more more policy by getting right. into this whole you know this this um, political situation. But one of the things Columbia says right off the bat when she goes out, I'm not a politician. I'm the people. I love that about us. Yeah, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. That's right. That's why I'm out here because I'm the people. And then she had a woman and, and, move on her today and was like. The lady was very, very aggressive and negative at first, and then she figured out right. who she was. She heard she had heard something about Columbia, and she was like, "Oh, I hadn't heard about you. You got some people out here moving for you because you're the truth, because you are the mm-hmm. people." And that's the first thing you said out your mouth was, "I'm the people. I'm not a politician." Right. And they can they can feel that. They sense that. They can see that. Because of how she moves, and they were talking, they were actually talking, talking shit about another politician that was standing right there in their face. The woman mm. said, "I don't fuck with her. <laughs> I don't fuck with her." But she out here, she's out here pushing, pushing somebody else's agenda. They put her up to running, and she pushes their, you know, their agendas, and it don't have nothing to do with the people. So, um, you know, and these are all folks that look like us. So we have to be very careful of what, you know, oh, what what type of, you know, what type of, because you have folks out here that I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for everybody black. Watch out with that. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, Watch don't that. do that. Don't do that. Right. I mean, but it, it's and, like you said, like, when, when being the people, I listen to the sister say that, and I think about our brother Charles Barron in New York. Mm-hmm. Who I have tremendous respect for him and his wife, Sister Inez. Mm-hmm. You know how they have always been. He walked in a minute. I'm not a politician. I'm the people. Mm-hmm. You know that. So when I hear it, I'm like, yes. Now I know you're on the right track. You know what I mean? And like, but that is right. the politics. And that goes back to what the brother was saying earlier about. I do believe in the liberated zone technique because that that strategy is what they use. You know, they occupy states and then they put the states together and make a voting block. You know, right. a, a, a block. Mm-hmm. That's how they do that. You know, Texas mm-hmm. has always been red. You know, Texas is the red state. But Texas is a bunch of, you know, take 24 hours to drive through Texas. That's a lot of little towns and, you know, all throughout there. So somebody had to go out 
and like put people in place in all these little sectors so that all those sectors are voting in one direction. And right. That's the strategy we gotta have. So I, I you know, I agree right. with you, brother. We I man, we need a liberated zone. I I think we should have that. And then you have like Yenga said, you have a certain part of your cadre that go handle that political side of it, while the other cadre stay on the ground. Continue to do that grassroots work, continue to do that self building work. You you do that and let them do that. And then when it, when they pop the hole, you go ahead and walk through the door. You know? Absolutely. And I, I think yep. that's a lot of it is. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I see a lot of it coming. I see a lot of it happening all over. You know, I, I've been blessed to travel now. I, I feel a little better because when you don't travel, you don't see the whole spectrum. But traveling and talking to people all over this country, I see a movement out there. People are really, really making changes. They they stepping it up. You know, there's a used black farmer movement. There's a used black shipping movement and truckers and entrepreneurs and all those other things. So we it's not like we fall off. And we gotta be careful to not let our frustration blind us from our real victory. Well, that's right on. Well listen, we're coming down to the last five minutes. You know. Um and so we, you, you know, let everybody say their piece. I'm gonna say my piece now, and I think y'all got y'all jam with boogie on that. So I'm gonna say my piece to everybody now. Peace with Kusu, wake up, clean up, stand up, and you know I can't wait to see you next Tuesday. Uh, so with that, I'm gonna pay, you know pass the mic. Hey, same here, man. With okay. Kusu family, love y'all. No matter how this turn out, tomorrow morning we still gonna be black. We still gonna be beautiful. We still hey. gonna be bold. So don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, and I also want to say, you know, Uhuru, Fukusu, I do have an announcement. Ha. Um, Great. Ha. This week, <laughs> this week, Saturday, November 7th, will be um, the Black is Back Coalition's Black People's March on the White House, Black Power Matters, Down with Colonialism, Black Community Control of the Police. It'll be Saturday, November 7th. It's a rally, march, and a rally, um, and it'll be... The no, November 7th and November 8th, um, if you would like to register, you can go to the blackisbackcoalition.org, and you can also check out info at blackisbackcoalition.org. The phone number is 786-505-9859. That's 786-505-9859. Again, it's, I'm, I'm always elated to be here week after week, learning so much, talking, you know, actually getting to talk to the people um, and, and sitting in the living room with the brothers, you know, just, just kicking it and really getting down to what's going on in our community. Right. I look forward to seeing y'all next week. Wakusu. Uhuru. Hey, Peace. Hey, that's what's up. Peace. Jada Pika got, got the red table. We got the real table. Uh, <laughs> okay. One time. Yeah. Yeah. 
yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page, only if I had one gun, one girl and one crib, one God to show me how to do things his son did, pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151, one sip will make a nigga flip, writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence, who I'm gonna body, this hood politics acknowledge it, leave bodies chopped up in garbage, seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us, police watch us, roll up and try knocking us, one knee I duck, could it be my time is up, with my love I got up, the cops shot again, bus stop glass burst, a fiend drops his Heineken, ricocheting between the spots that I'm hiding in, blacking out, I shoot back, fuck getting hit, this is my hood, I'm a rat, to the death of it, to everybody, come on, little niggas is grown, hood rats, don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon, sent from the stars, sun and the moon, and it's like a police chase, the street sweepers and coppers, sick of kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors, if you really think you're ready to die, with nines out, this is what nines about, nigga, the time is now. 